everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Train Grain Week 16 podcast, where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I am Greg Northey, Vice President of Corporate Affairs with Pulse Canada, and I'm joined, as always, by Milk Proyer of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. Thanks for joining us today, Milt. Hi, Greg. Nice to be with you. So the latest ATC Week 16 report came out uh, on the weekend. What uh, what did we see in performance levels uh, this week or for Week 16? Well, in one sense, I guess, unfortunately, we saw much the same as what we've been seeing in recent weeks. Um, CN's order fulfillment performance continues to slide. Uh, In week 16, they managed to only supply 53% of shipper demand on time, which was a a tick down from the prior week, which was 59%. CP, on the other hand, stayed relatively stable and continued to trundle along in the uh, mid 80% range, uh, although they also saw a decline from the prior week. Okay, thanks for that, Milton. Obviously, the performance by province is something that we we track carefully. How did each province fare in week 16? Well, as we've talked before, uh, what you see in performance at a system level does not uh, necessarily replicate itself province by province. Uh, And we did see in week 16 some pretty significant swings in performance across the individual prairie provinces, and not just across provinces, but actually within an individual province across railways. Uh, Alberta would be the most dramatic example of this in week 16 when they saw CN supply 43% of their shipper orders on time, whereas CP in largely the same corridors supplied 99% of shipper orders on time. We had similar scenarios play out in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, but not to the same degree of uh, extreme. And so for each report, we, we can look at the numbers and get a sense of what could potentially be happening in the weeks ahead. Uh, I think this week's report had had some clear concerns, but as well some signs of, of, of hope, some, some, some positivity. Uh, any concerns uh, that fl- came out to you in week 16, Milt, for when we look ahead? Um, yeah, I guess the primary concern is still what we've been seeing uh, week to week in the last few months, which is uh, basically a significant carryover of unfulfilled orders in one week over to the next. And in week 16, that was not an insignificant number between the two railways. They're carrying over more than 2,300 orders uh, into week 17 relatively uh, split fairly evenly actually between CN and CP. As we've talked before, when you have this kind of a carryover, it basically reduces the available capacity for shipper demand in subsequent weeks, which leads to a constant game of catch-up where the railways are trying to get even in order to have full capacity to deal with, you know, a given week's worth of demand. In week 16, we can see that CN took some steps to try and, as we say, chop the tail off the uh, carryover orders by rationing uh, more than 1,600 orders. In other words, what they did is they basically canceled those orders rather than try and service them and subsequently fail and then have to carry them over to week 17. And this is all about just trying to get back even, which is what they've been trying to do pretty much all year. Uh, We haven't yet, though, seen this strategy from CP in any meaningful way. Yeah, and obviously the, the the rollover we're seeing, you know, has significant impacts on on shippers and and all the way down to farmers as we as we see these, them trying to manage these supply chains and not getting the the cars they need each week. 
But from a hopeful sign standpoint, uh, week 16 held some positivity. Could you describe anything you've seen? I think probably the most hopeful sign um, that we saw in week 16 was what seems to be an improvement in CN's car spotting capacity. Um, They spotted more than 5,000 cars for ATC shippers in week 16 uh, for the fifth time in the last eight weeks. Um, To put that into perspective, they hadn't managed to do that once in the prior six months. So that is a, a good sign. It suggests at one level that Perhaps their train crew issues are behind them, which have plagued them early in this grain year. And that we're going to see some sustainability in their weekly capacity to serve shipper orders, which should have the derivative effect directly of improving uh, performance overall. The other sign I think that everybody should be thankful for, uh, although the question is how long will it last, is the weather. Uh, It's been unseasonably mild in the West. Uh, To give you an example, in Edmonton this week, we're looking for above zero temperatures all week with a high of 11, which is pretty remarkable for the first week of December. So that kind of weather at this time of year um, provides a tremendous opportunity for the railways to get their performance under control and moving in the right direction uh, as winter arrives. And it's certainly will. Okay, thanks, Milt. Well, enjoy that Edmonton weather. And yeah, hopefully the grain does move, uh, continue to move well through December. Uh, Thanks again for joining us, Milt. And for those interested in seeing the ATC reports, please go to agtransportcoalition.com. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. (music) 